Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Hi, Stacy. <laughs> hey, Devin. Fine, I'm moving. You're it's moving. Fine. I'm moving next week. I'm so oh excited. My gosh, that is so insane. I know. I'm proud of you. I know. I'm happy for you. But also, thank you. How freaking scary. Yes. To me, to me, as somebody no. who is scared of everything. No. no. <laughs> this is the fun part because this is when you get to kind of go through all your stuff and reorganize and, you know, get cleanse things that you're like, oh, I didn't even know I had that. So I probably don't right. need it, you know? So right. this is the fun part. Yeah. But sure. when this comes out next week, I will be closing on my house oh, as it, the episode comes nice. out. Nice. Nice. Yes. That is so cool. Yes. Yes. Well, congratulations on your big move. Thank you. I am very, Thank you. that's exciting. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am Thank not you. doing anything that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I may yeah. be going to Clemens Dome this weekend. Oh, yeah. So, okay. We'll see. I'm excited about I will, that. I will report back and let you know how did, it goes. Did you notice I made that the picture of our last episode? No, no, I didn't see. Ah. Okay. Yeah. I have to go back and look. But yes, so I'm, we're going to maybe do that. Oh, and Cass is scheduled to get vaccine number one on Sunday. Oh, nice. I guess they've now allowed kids. Yep. Yeah, it just went through. So uh, most pediatricians still aren't set up for it, but like Walgreens and CVS and people, the ones who've been like doing most of the shots anyway, um, are set up. So it was like, well, we'll just go ahead and get this little appointment here and she's so Cass mm-hmm. is so excited like Aww. um i was talking about it and Cass was like oh yay i get to finally get my shot and i'll be fully vaccinated by the end of november and i was like you'll have both shots by the end of november you have to wait two yeah. weeks before you're yeah you have to wait technically fully vaccinated and yeah. but it was cute to see Cass so excited so that's that's uh that's good news Mm-hmm. So all good, all good roses, all good roses, good flowers. Good. Yep. Everything's coming the- up roses, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm, re- I'm referencing something and I can't remember yep. what it is I'm referencing. Yep. Ooh, yeah, it's been, a, yeah. it's been a week. Um, What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Boda Box as well. The, oh, uh, nice. I think, is this Black, black Box Malbec? Black box. So is it Boda box or black box? Because that's well, it's black box. Yeah, okay, it's not. Bo- I just call. I guess I call all box wine Boda boxes, even, even though, though it's, it's kind of like Kleenex, <laughs> you know. Uh, it's that, it's that version. Yeah. That's, so uh, okay. All Boda. Yeah. Box wine is Boda box. <laughs> yep. So uh, yes, this is the brand is actually black box. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So that's what about good. you? I'm drinking a ginger ale. <laughs> A ginger ale? Yes. Mm, actually, that sounds really good. Yeah, a Canada Dry Zero Sugar Ginger Ale, to mm. be precise. Um, I yep. don't know. So I we had a little shindig for work. Um, we went over to uh, my boss's boss's house and hung out in the driveway and, uh, like, ate some food and drank. I drank some wine and... Um, and, you know, we had a really good time, but I don't know. Like, I came back home and, like, I felt crappy. Like, I feel 
um, hmm. like nauseous and a little bit of a headache. And I'm like, I don't know if it was the wine or if it was like the food or yeah, um, being around smoke or I, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Also, there was a um, my boss has a new puppy. And mm-hmm. uh, she brought the puppy to the party. And I was like, oh, such a cute little puppy and started loving on him. <laughs> and he is apparently exactly the breed that makes me itch. And um, oh, no. Yeah. So like he snuggled up and we were like playing. And then all of a sudden he whenever I put him down, I was like, I could feel like my entire neck starting to break out. And yes. I was like, ah! yes. So uh my boss's boss went into the house and found me some like Benadryl cream <laughs> to put on my neck. It's oh, like, no. oh gosh, but the little puppy is so cute. So yeah, it's like um, some type of like lab mix of some sort. Uh-huh. She rescued okay. it, um, mm-hmm. and he's got so he's all black, but he's got these little like speckled gray paws. <laughs> it's like. He's really sweet. And he's into everything. Because uh, yeah. he's just, he's like eight weeks old. He's like a tiny oh, puppy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was cute. But anyway. But yeah, <laughs> I can't cuddle puppy. So maybe it was the cuddling the puppy. I don't know. Something is made oh, yeah. me not feel good. So yeah. I am drinking ginger ale. <laughs> so when we were doing like dry January and stuff, uh, we would go out and I'd want something a little special. I would get ginger ale with lime. And it's actually a really good... Mm-hmm like drink i mean it's good as in taste but it's also like i think it's still that kind of fun drink right you, know, so you feel a little special even when you're you know just eating you know eating food or whatever right so right i like that i'm gonna pretend that i have lime in my ginger yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm being fancy i'm gonna i'm gonna mm-hmm. drink it with my pinky out <laughs> that's right that's right that's so, how you know that's how you know it's fancy mm-hmm so. And then speaking of dogs, uh, you know, right now I'm in an apartment, so I was riding the elevator down to my car the other day, and, and this lady, uh, it stops at a floor, and this lady gets on, and she's got two dogs, and she's like, oh, oh, do you mind? And I'm like, oh, please do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, yep. I'm like, I love dogs, and I just like constantly, like, I'm just down there petting her dogs and stuff, and she's like, I- okay, bye. You know, like, <laughs> right. pulling her, ripping Weirdo. her dogs away from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, bye. Bet my new best friends. Yeah. Can, can, I, can I have your dog's number? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I have a play date with your dog? Not you, though. Just your dog. Yeah, just send your dog over. <laughs> so, well, um, what was I going to say? I guess I was going to say. You're probably going to segue to our topic. I think that's good what. That. I, yeah, that was about what I was going to do. But then I. <laughs> But now you lost your segue. Yeah, I lost my segue. I lost my segue. <laughs> <laughs> Could somebody please find my segue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because the thing, like, that's obviously a segue, but it reminds me of right. the, um, you know, the weird little, like, stand-up scooter things that yeah. were all the rage back in, when were that? When was that? Early 2000s? I don't even know. Yeah. Um, segway tours. So yeah, everybody. yeah, yeah. So I lost my segue. No, does our segways even still a thing? Like, because I think now so. it's fact, scoots. Like everybody does the scooters now. I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. I bet you a lot of the tours are doing scooters instead of segways. But yeah. I have seen some semi recently. Um, I can't remember where we were. 
maybe it was just me. Maybe it was when I was driving over. Maybe it was when I stopped in Cleveland. But yeah, I would say like a month ago, I saw hmm. some people on them. Okay. But yeah, I definitely haven't seen them as often. Yeah, I have not seen them as often either. Um, let's see here. In April 2015, it brought in the company to include other transportation devices. And then announced in June 2020, it would no longer make a two-wheeled self-balancing product. Uh, the Segway is gone. Dun, dun, dun. Well, womp, womp. That's so weird. <laughs> it makes, Segway, the company is making other things, but the okay. uh, the original Segway as we know it is, uh, is no more. Well, I mean, hmm. I'm sure there's Segways around, but they're not making them anymore. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whenever they die, they're not coming back. <laughs> Speaking of segways, no, just good. What? What? What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna say, um, like, I feel like people were never quite comfortable with them, you know, like because they, yeah. if you leaned forward or leaned back and all that kind of stuff. So I'm surprised they lasted this long. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, it came out. I mean, honestly, you say that this long. It came out in 2001 and apparently ended in 2020. So that's not even wow. 20 years. Wow. <laughs> huh. So, uh, all right. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. So, into production. Yeah. Most of the time you saw them, it was people making fun of them anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. The thing that I always remember is that Ashlyn, whenever she was younger, she was obsessed with um, Penguins of Madagascar, the mm-hmm. cartoon. And there was a bad guy who was voiced by Neil Patrick Harris. Who was okay. um, who was a shark? No, not a shark. Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Blowhole, <laughs> <laughs> and he was this evil dolphin mad scientist who 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 rode around on a Segway. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> so, that makes sense. And for the longest time, Ashlyn wanted a Segway, and I said no, <laughs> no. <that's, laughs> it yeah, was like not I don't a know, good thousand dollars or something. Really, yeah. like really expensive. Anyway, that was quite a segue, I guess, to get mm-hmm. into our um, into our topic. Even though Neil Patrick Harris makes a good bridge, because there is an episode of the Home Edit with Neil Patrick Harris in it. Um, oh, really? Yes, yes, there I didn't is. see that one. I was very excited because uh, anyway. But <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about our topic, which was. Um, or we kind of had a challenge, I guess, which was to watch, um, a couple of organizing shows on Netflix and then kind of mm-hmm. get some ideas, well, compare them about their styles and then get some ideas about like how we could use it in our real life. Does that, does that cover the topic, do you think, for the most part? Oh, yes. Um, I think I failed half my homework then. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> I didn't think about the part about using it in your real life. I was just comparing the two shows. Oh, like, I thought you were trying to get some tips and tricks for your move. No. Well, I was. I was. Uh, I guess I just didn't like. You didn't apply you know, that bullet part. point the tips. Oh, well, you, you don't know? have to bullet point. That. Just, you know, you could just think through it. It's like. Yeah. Have you seen my notes? <laughs> <laughs> I think half of them are written backwards. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, just, anyway. But. Uh, yeah. So we watched. Um. Marie Kondo, that's right, right. Marie mm-hmm. Kondo's um, mm-hmm. uh, Tidying Up and The Home Edit. So those were the two shows that we were comparing. And 
um, I don't know how many you watched, but I ended up watching the whole season of both of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. Was it the tidying up one or was it the other Marie Kondo one? The tidying up one. <laughs> did you watch the wrong one? <laughs> no, I don't think I did because one was about... Um, it's like sparking well, joy or something. Oh, right. Yeah. The sparking joy is the one with the businesses. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't watch that one. <laughs> okay, I just watched the trailer for it because I was trying to figure out which one. Which so, one? Okay. I guess tidying up is the correct one. Yeah. But um, yes. So yes, I did watch the correct one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I hope I watched the, I hope I watched the right one. I watched the whole oh, yeah. season of it. <laughs> um, but anyway, but the point was to kind of get an idea of like, what the basic philosophies were, kind of talk through that, and then like compare and contrast some of the things that they did. I guess that's the first thing we could, where we could start, I suppose. So do you want to, where where should we start? Should we start with one show, the other show? Do you want to start with your note? Like, how do you want to, how should we tackle Mm. this, Stacey? Mm, That's a good question. Um, So I think kind of a comparison because the way I guess the way I approached my notes uh-huh. was I kind of um, it's a little bit of about the show, but then like I kind of made made comparisons about the two. Okay, well I guess yeah. we could do like a summary of both shows. Yes, or yeah, like yeah, that's then, a good idea. And then we can go into compares and then we can go into contrast. So, okay. which is how it naturally occurs. It's fine. We're going to talk a bit a lot. I'm going to talk a lot because I have a lot of feelings. Okay. Okay. I got very into the. I did not expect to. I was like, Obviously. I'll just watch a couple of episodes. And then I was just like, down. This is all I've done for the last week is watch episodes <laughs> yes. of these two shows. Yes, because the, <laughs> the goal was to watch just one of each. Right. And then you were like, yeah, I've watched the entire season of both. And James is like, just this week? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think she did anything else. <laughs> no, no, I so did not. Obviously, you enjoyed them. I did. I did. I got it's it's quite the rabbit hole. So I have a lot of I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts. Um, okay, but Neil Patrick t- to go back to my segue. Neil Patrick oh, yes. Harris um, brings the home edit people into uh, his and his husband's brownstone apartment to mm-hmm. go into the basement and reorganize their twins' playroom. And so that was quite delightful because, yes, I just love Neil Patrick Harris and his happy family. So anyway, I'm I'm, I'm sad I didn't get to see that (laughs) because the one I watched was uh, Khloe Kardashian. Oh, that one's so dumb. And it was the lamest (laughs) one. And I had watched a couple of their episodes, but it has been probably at least a year ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So I didn't quite remember everything, but I knew the premise. Yeah. And um so I was like, yeah, let me watch another one to kind of refresh my memory. And then, yeah, the Khloe Kardashian was, they didn't do anything. They I literally, know. like, she had a painting area in her garage and they, like, turned the easels around. Right. And it was like, yeah. really? Really? It was, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, um, but, okay, so we'll, let's go ahead and start with the home edit since we're kind of talking about that one already. Um, yeah. So the home edit is a... Um, it's a home organizing show with these with this company that was um, started by these two people who were like the two co-hosts, I guess, of the show. Um, mm-hmm. Cleo and Clea. Clea. Yeah. yeah. And what's the other one's name? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I didn't think about stuff like that, which I probably should have. <laughs> um, home edit. <laughs> googling it really fast yeah 
Um, I can kind of. I like the idea of the whole the idea. While you're doing that, I'll, yes, I'll go talk ahead, a please. Little bit about it. Okay. Um, the I like the idea of the reason it's called the home edit is because when you declutter, they're calling it editing. So they right. would say like. Oh, you've got a lot of shoes. Let's see what we can edit out. Right. Um, right. So I, I kind of like that idea. Um, also, the way that their episodes are set up is they help a celebrity and then they help what I, th- I think is just a normal everyday person. Um, right. And well, I mean, a normal everyday person that obviously has a very nice house in yes. one of these nice cities where the celebrities live. So, you know, obviously a rich person. <laughs> right yes yeah but yes yeah which uh maybe doesn't stand out at first because when you're comparing them to celebrities but when you compare it to marie kondo right stands out a lot yes. right but uh joanna and clea those uh, are the joanna yeah these are the two i like yeah out of the two i like joanna better but <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> clea is a strong personality she's she scares me I'm she scares she's gonna eat me uh, she's probably me i'm not quite as bad as her but you are not we're no. probably i'm more similar to her than clea oh probably. i'm not clea more similar to her than joanna but yeah um but their main premise is that they arrange things by color well they arrange things well yes they like to arrange things by color they what was it they say the rainbow is like their symbol and the reason is because they like to arrange things in a functional yet beautiful manner. And yeah. so that's kind of their whole shtick is that. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, they they help a celebrity and then they help somebody who's like reached out to them and requested help on Instagram. It's what it sounds like. Like they send a video to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. It says, look at this space. Come help us. Um, yeah, because they built their entire empire off of social media right right yeah so i thought that was very interesting yeah they're very good at marketing i guess they have a product line too so they they sell i guess containers as much as i can tell maybe some home organization things um yeah yeah, they sell them at the container store oh there's a store called the container store the container store okay got you but they Um, have a whole line of they have a whole line of things um and some of them look really cool. I do like, there's one thing that they kept talking about, which was this turntable. So it's like a clear plastic oh, yes. um, thing that spins around that you mm-hmm. can put stuff in. And I was like, there are so many things that I could do with a turntable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I may end up actually getting some turntables. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's, I guess that's basically the premise. And I will say with both of these shows, um, like you have the premise and like it's not like you're going to get a big plot line or character development or like if you watch a couple of the episodes you'll probably get the general gist of what's going on um yeah but if you you know it's kind of cool because different things are highlighted in uh each episode so you do get like different tips and tricks on different episodes so if you're looking for yeah. pantry organization or looking for playroom organization you're looking about you know so that helps too and that's very similar to marie kondo's tidying up and so yes for her her situation is she wrote the life-changing magic of tidying up or something like that mm-hmm. um and then she did the show she has she also goes around, she's like a consultant and she goes into people's houses and, you know, you can hire her to basically 
um, help you go through this process of tidying up your home. And she has yeah. a step-by-step, this is how you go about it. This is what you do to, to get through it. Um, but the major difference is like, she's not going to celebrities' homes and, you know, right. and organizing it f- them for, heh, organizing those places for those people. Like she's taking people through the process. Uh, and we can yeah. talk more about how it's different here in a minute, but yeah. So, yeah. So and also the thing I want to point out because just uh, because the thing that Marie Kondo is most known for is the sparking joy concept. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, That's mm -hmm. what she got famous for a few years ago. And the whole idea behind like when you pick something up, does it spark joy? If it doesn't, you should get rid of it. And um, what she also does is she takes a moment to recognize the house. And then also one of the things that she will do. (laughs) Yes. And. Another thing she will do is um, you think something, like T-H-A-N-K. Um, so, like, when you're ready to get rid of something, you think it, kind of think it's for its service or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, And I think that's, I think in general, to me, that's kind of a silly concept. But I will tell you, it worked for me one time. I had this hair dryer that I had had forever. Oh, my God, I, mean, I remember totally... this story. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, and like, I just couldn't throw this hair dryer away and it's the dumbest thing. It's a hair dryer. <laughs> but I had been watching this show and I literally like was standing there by the dumpster. It had t- taken all this courage to, to go down with this hair dryer. And I sat there for a second and I just kind of thanked the hair dryer for being such a great hair dryer for so long. And, and then I was able to throw it away and kind of, it gave me closure. Like yeah, that's kind of yeah. the idea there, um, is that it gave me closure, but, um, and then speaking about her steps or whatever, she has five categories, which I think are really funny categories. Yeah, I because, think so too. Yeah, because, okay, the first one's clothing. I yes. get that. That makes total sense. Right. Number two is books, which I wonder if almost she needs to update because how many people, Look, not that people don't have real books. I have tons of books. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. But I think the people books speak are, to me. Yes. The people are getting less and less, or having less and less books. So that's kind of weird that it's its own category. Yeah. Um, paper makes total sense. Paper is one of the yes. hardest things for yes. me to deal with because, especially mail coming in or like receipts or, um, you know, just different things like that. Um, and then, uh, you know, the fifth one, I'll come back to the fourth one. The fifth one is sentimental, which I think totally makes sense. Right. Um, and then category four is this thing that she calls kimono, which is just literally everything else. Everything it else. Is <laughs> kitchen, bathroom, garage, and miscellaneous. And it's like, <laughs> what? I, have, I do not understand the logic of her categories at okay. all. <laughs> I think I do. I think I do. Okay. And let me tell okay. you why. Because okay. all of the things in kimono are, mm-hmm. it is it is very unlikely that unless, unless you're Stacy and you get attached to your hair dryer, um, <laughs> it, is very, it is less likely that you're going to be like emotionally or or um, sentimentally attached to anything in those areas. So okay. ideally, even though it's a large area, mm-hmm. it's probably the easiest to like get rid of stuff because okay. you're not. Um, again you, there might be some things that you're attached to but right. like what was it uh there was one episode where uh marie's working with this couple and the guy um is like he's like he literally has the mailbox that was on the house that he bought uh wow. whenever he bought it 
And he yeah. obviously replaced it with a much better mailbox, but he but he's like has this mailbox that oh he doesn't want to get rid of. So, yeah. you know, sometimes obviously you get attached to things, but usually yeah. like most people's emotional investment in things are in clothing and in books and in papers and in sentimental stuff. And so yeah. those are going to be the harder things to like. Okay, manage. that makes sense. Um, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's why I think it works that way. Um, okay. And I can go more into this in a minute, but I, I did a lot of studying like the psychology oh. behind like why I think it works and, and stuff like that. But we'll get into that in a minute. Okay. Um, similarly to that, the home edit also has like a specific way that they go and attack things. So the first thing they do is they edit. So that's like their first mm-hmm. step. So as much as they can, they'll purge or get rid of things. Um, and then the next step for them is to come up with goals. So they decide what the goals are for their for the space. And one of the things that they'll do, or most of the time, is no matter what space they're in, they'll put it in zones. So you've got like, yes, um, you know, for a closet, you might have a place for shirts and sweaters and accessories and shoes. You know, if you're in a pantry, you might have snacks and healthy food and you know pastas and you know carbohydrates or whatever but they Mm -hmm. they don't there's not like specific categories that they go around and apply to everybody they go in they look at the space they clear stuff out and then they work with their client to kind of figure out what how is this space need to be need most need to be arranged to meet your needs so it's like we're not going to just decide for everybody, we're going to put, you know, bread at the top and, you know, Cokes at the bottom. Like that's, yeah, we are going to actually talk to you, figure out what works for you. I mean, to the point where there are several, well, I say several, there were a couple of people who were shorter. And when Mm -hmm. they went into the pantry, they like designed it so that the person in the, (laughs) you know, in the family who was shorter could reach Mm -hmm. the things that were important to them and yeah. other things that weren't necessarily as important to them can be put on the higher shelves. Um, mm-hmm. And so I thought that was kind of neat. And so they do they do goals and then they categorize. So they, you know, they've made these zones. So they categorize things based on those zones that they've created. Uh, and then they contain and that's where all their containers and stuff come into play because they uh, will organize things in these nice, neat see-through containers and beautiful colors um by the rainbow as much as they can yes and um and then they have a beautiful space at the end of it so and i Mm -hmm. mean i will say every single like reveal at the end i'm just like that looks really nice (laughs) yeah yeah i I, sure yes please come in and organize my entire house i would love my house to look this way yeah i think i think the one downfall of their show their production is that i think a lot of work goes in behind the scenes that they don't air. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what you're talking about with them talk, actually talking to the people, getting to know them. Right. I know they come in and do some measurements. Um, you know, they do a lot of this work that I think is actually important and like good for people to know. Right. But they totally edit it out. They make it look like they just come in, say hello, and then get to work. Right. And then, you know, 
But well, you the can other tell thing, by some of the stuff they say that there's been more conversation. Right. The other thing that they do is, you know, they 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 come in and they talk to the client and it's just Clea and Joanna. And then they're like, hey, team of 15 people, come help us yes. do this stuff. And then yes. they make those people go away. <laughs> when the people, yes. when the, um, you know, the clients come back and I'm like, this, do these clients think that Clea and Joanna did this all by themselves in this like 30 right, yeah. hours? Um, <laughs> yeah, because that's a, that's a big difference between um, two things there that you mentioned. One, so the home edit uses an entire team to do their stuff. Right. Where Marie Kondo only has her and a translator, basically. Right. Um, but she puts the people to work. Yes. She doesn't do it for yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then also the home edit usually takes place over just one day. Like you said, usually within a matter of hours. Right. Um, and Marie Kondo stuff hap- goes like 45 days. I think one of the ones I was looking at was 45 days right. later. Right. Um, and so it's a much more longer process. Right. Right. And I think that it, that they, I mean, it seemed like they were tailoring it based on the needs of the person too, because, yeah. Um, you know, like the couple who had, I don't know which ones you watched, but I, like I watched, I watched all of them, but like the first episode <laughs> I think is the couple who has like the young kids. Um, and I think theirs lasted really, really long. And I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's because it's a lot harder to like yeah. <laughs> focus on organizing and, and cleaning out your space when you have really young children running around. Um, yeah. but yes. And then there are others that were like a lot, seemed to be a lot done a lot quickly more quickly so Mm -hmm. i don't know if there's like a set time that you're supposed to do any of that they didn't really talk about that but yeah that was the thing that i thought was oh excuse me very striking was the fact that um for the home edit you know clea joanna their entire team go in and do all the work and then for marie it's like she's empowering you to do the yep. work. She's not going to get rid of a single article of your clothing. She's not nope. going to do, she's not going to even tell you what to do, which I think is no. really important because whenever anyone starts to struggle with something, she will ask them questions, but they mm-hmm. have to come to that on their own. And there was yes. one episode that I watched where the lady kept saying, you know, you're here, so you're going to come in here and do your magic. And then, you know, things will get better. And she was like very gently like sitting down with this lady and saying, look, that's not how this works. I don't have any magic. I am right. giving you tools to do this yourself. You have to yeah. be bought into this process for it to work. Um, and so I thought that was really cool too, because there is, I feel like, and I mean, I don't know, cause it's not like we're following up with any of these people to see, but right. I do know that some of the celebrities that um, the home edit had had hired uh, Joanna and Clea before to work on things, and they'd yeah. come in and and they were just like, you know, basically, well, I tried to keep it, you know, the way that you had it, and so I wonder if like long term is, mm. you know, how sustainable is it mm-hmm. to do things this home edit way. Versus, and not necessarily because it's a bad system, but just because right. they they didn't create it, they d- weren't bought into it, they didn't like they weren't they didn't put that intentionality behind it, which yeah. is I think part of what makes the the Con Marie method work. Yes. So is it Con Marie Condo Marie Con- mm, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Con Marie method, mm, right? 
Marie Con- Conmari. Conmari. Conmari method. I thought it was something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Conmari method. Yes. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, you haven't taught them. But then also, there's almost too many containers, I think, in the home edit, at least for me. That right. like every time I was going into my closet, like I don't want to have to like open 17 boxes to get the thing that I need, you know, or right. whatever. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, and so I think we kind of talked about how Marie Kondo, Marie Kondo is more blue collar family versus the, you know, celebrity kind of thing. Um, Marie teaches them how to do it. Right. Versus the home edit just does it for them. Um, the home edit feels very rehearsed yes. and very like very artificial but the Marie Kondo feels more authentic um and the oh the thing that i really liked about um the Marie Kondo one was that even though the show is totally about like organizing and uh you know decluttering and all this kind of stuff but they usually find a way to actually make it about the people and how they yes. grow as a yes, person. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, the one the one I watched, well, we watched two, but the one that I really liked was the, um, it was this older couple, um, and they were also from, of Japanese descent. Yes, and yes. And the woman had like all that Christmas decoration. Yes. You <laughs> yes, okay. So... But in the beginning, her and her husband didn't have very much of a... I mean, they'd been married for like 40 years, but they had kind of like stopped communicating with each other. Like she yeah. said she would just come home and they wouldn't talk. And then that... And she was like, oh, that's fine with me. But um, but then... Um, and he was also very not engaged. Right. Like, there were right. a couple times in the beginning, we thought he was asleep during yes. the interview. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So... And his his comment to everything was happy wife happy life whatever she wants I'll just follow along right. and I was I told James I was like that's not fun that's not interesting that's not any you know like that's just lame right um, <laughs> and so but as they work on their house like they they actually really like it they start working together as partners right they like. Uh, trust each other to strategize on different things and take care of things and by the end they've almost got this renewed relationship yeah and he's very engaged and like um sitting up straight and like talking in the interview and it's like a completely different relationship by right. the end because right. they cleaned their house right yeah i also want to send that episode to my parents because i feel like that would be a good episode because of the they just have a bunch of random junk because they've lived in the same house forever. Yes. And it's like, and it makes them feel so good to get rid of it. So I'm like, I need to send this to my parents. Right. Like, you need to get in on board with this and start watching this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was, um, yeah, I, that was a really good, and that and that's something that comes up in every single episode. And what I think is really interesting is that a lot of times what you have is, um, you know, a couple and they're working together. And then at mm-hmm. some point in the process, almost every single one, it's like week, end of week one or week two, it's like it's towards the very beginning, um, mm-hmm. usually towards the end of the clothing. <laughs> yes. Uh, is like one of the one of the couple, one of the people in the couple start to get really irritated with the other one. Yes. And yes. they're just like, I can't believe them. Why don't they just throw stuff away? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I really hope Marie will, you know, like talk some sense into this person. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, that's not the point.
point. But also, it's really fascinating that that's like, they do that, they come to like, they they sort of start snipping at each other, they kind of like start having conflict. And then Mm -hmm. like, they work through it. And then it's like, everyone, it's like, it's this weird sort of like, flow that I don't, I mean... Thomas would tell me that this is just reality TV being orchestrated to make it make a narrative, which is possible. But I kind of feel like that might just be the way that the process works. Like, because if you take all your stuff out and, you know, she says it's going to get messy, you know, before it gets better because you have to Mm -hmm. basically dig everything out, put it in a pile, realize what you have. And Mm -hmm. then you've got to like, start working through it and i feel like that's they're doing that with their stuff but they're also doing that with their relationship they're like yeah digging everything out and putting in a pile and like realizing ah and then like they work through it and i love it i just love that that's like i like a subplot yes um anyway but yes yeah that's just something that you would never expect like if i if someone pitched a home organization show to me i never would have thought oh if we edit in a certain way it'll come out that these couples are you know or whatever like i just would never i would never think that that those two would be linked together but they are but that's one of the reasons i mean i think that i texted you at some point and was just like you probably already know that i am leaning (laughs) towards liking one of these more than the other yes um and so definitely you know marie spoke to my heart and it's funny mm-hmm. because I did not really enjoy her book. I remember reading her book and thinking it was kind of lame. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, there was some good stuff in it. But also, I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, I just like she was a little bit too out there for me. But yeah. I tell you, like watching her and like listening to her and then watching the process actually happen mm-hmm. totally bought me into it because huh. it's like so she comes in she she looks at the state of things and she encourages her clients to look at the state of things. And she never tells them, she gives them the process, you know, and she mm-hmm. gives the same process to everybody. She never tells anybody what they absolutely have to do. Um, if they ask her for suggestions, she'll give them suggestions. She shows them how to like fold things and stuff like that. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, she starts off, she sets an intention, she encourages her clients to set an intention of, you know, like, I'm in this space, this is what I want my house to be, and, like, Mm -hmm. this is what my life to be. And everything is, like, it's almost like yoga for your home. (laughs) Yeah, yes. (laughs) um, Because she's asking you to do physical things um, that allow you to be mindful with your stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you're thinking through, is this something that brings me joy? Is this, what is the memory associated to this? Is this something that I can just be grateful for and then let go? And so every single corner of your house ends up getting touched in this very thoughtful, m- you know, meditative, mindful way. And I think the f- the process of doing that, because there's so much of ourselves that we end up like, you know, getting wrapped up in our stuff, right? That Mm -hmm. it allows you to do some real transformative, like psychological work too in the process because you're physically seeing everything. You're physically moving things out. You're physically like 
doing this and she's teaching you how to be mindful in this way that's almost tricking you so that you're not like yes i'm gonna sit down and meditate and you know like yeah uh and my mind will wonder like no i'm physically doing these things and as i'm doing them i'm doing and i'm like i don't know i just i just thought it was after i watched it and i saw like how she was able to like tune into people and get a sense for what they're where they were struggling and ask them questions in a very gentle way in a probing way like the mm-hmm. guy with the mailbox um yeah you know that he was out there and he was talking about why it was important to him and and she was just like so let me ask you this does it you know does this mailbox spark joy for you now and he mm-hmm. thought about it and he's like no joy's not the word i would use and she was like okay well is this something that you want to bring with you in the future you know is this something mm-hmm. that you want to carry with you in your future life does it have a place and he looked at it and it was just like the light clicked on. He was like, no, no, I, I can be grateful for what this gave me and what it meant to me, but I can, I can let it go. And it was just like, yeah. oh my God, you had your wow. breakthrough moment, you know? Yeah, and it's exactly. Not, but it's not like she said, you should let the fucking mailbox go because it's dumb to hold on to a mailbox. Um, yes. She just like, she, she does, she's like a freaking counselor for your home. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I just, I don't know. So I've I got very... <laughs> obviously yeah thomas is making a lot of fun of me right now oh um, no. i think it's great yeah and it is definitely inspiring me to like want to go through all my stuff but yes anyway so that was i guess that was my major takeaway from that yeah. one and i have some other takeaways too but i was gonna i talked a lot here for over the last like 10 <laughs> minutes so i was gonna let you say something <laughs> okay sure yeah i appreciate that um I just have like two more things and then you can, you can take it away. But, um, so one, one big difference because what we did was, um, you know, I, was, I needed to do my weekly bedtime homework. So I set, mm-hmm. set aside a night and was going to do it. So the plan was to watch one episode of each in the same night. And there was a stark difference yes. between the feelings of the episode and how it made me feel like, we watched the home edit first and it was very like high energy, but almost in an anxious high energy way. Right. And like, it was very like loud and people were just constantly talking and it was just very like, like, uh, you know, like just so like overload, almost right. like a sensory overload. And then we switched to the Marie Kondo episode and they're very soothing and very yep. like, just like you said, just like very thoughtful and everything is like there's very peaceful they when they interview them everyone's sitting and calm and it was just such a huge difference in the two feelings that it that right. was like very jarring because of just how uh but since we watched them back to back how yes. obvious it was you know um also oh one thing we didn't know that i just think is fun since we're from tennessee is that the home edit is from nashville yes so yes that's, that's kind of cool but um the uh, other thing is, I think the one thing that really, so uh, the home edit to me is more superficial mm-hmm. where, um, you know, like we talked about the Marie Kondo thing is uh, very more about growth and uh, self-development. Right. But the thing that kind of like, <laughs> the thing that kind of did it for me, well, one, they, they obviously help celebrities who don't need help anyway. They could hire anybody, <laughs> but right. also um, they talk about this one episode with Chloe Kardashian <laughs> They were talking about backstock. Yes. And uh, and they were like, 
oh yeah, you know, it's spare gifts for when you have to go to a housewarming party. Right. And there are so many things wrong with that statement. Like, first of all, why do you have a collection of possible gifts? I know. That's a like a waste of money in the first place. But then two, that means that there is absolutely no thought going into the gift right. that you are providing the person. Right. Exactly. And I just can't, which actually goes back to, which we never got around to talking about it yet, which means we, I mean, we will eventually, but the, um, Grace and Frankie. Yes. Yes. And how, yes, the, the one husband had a stash of gifts that right. when she would get, when she would get mad at him, he would go in, get a piece of jewelry and then give it to her later that day. Right. To make, and, and, uh, there was absolutely no thought that goes into it. No, no, um, absolutely. Yeah. And so that I was just shaking my head and I was like, this perfectly sums up the difference between the two because they're worried about backstock and they're like, yeah, that's totally a real thing. And it's like, no, that's not a real thing for people (laughs) other than like celebrities or, right, you know, just, I don't know, maybe not celebrities. I'm sure other people do it, but you know, that's a superficial thing to me. Right. Not a thoughtful thing. Right. No, I agree with that completely. And apparently, I mean, because there was another celebrity who, who had the same problem. Like this is where I hand my, and I'm just like, what do you, Yeah. I don't understand this world that you live in. (laughs) I know. I know. I don't um, But you know, that's okay. I'm not a celebrity and nor do I ever want to be. So that's fine. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Um, so, oh, one of the really, uh, sorry, I had one more thing that I No, you're fine. Um, one more thing that, um, James pointed out was that Marie Kondo kind of gives, um, when you, when, when you're going through all your stuff, you kind of give value to your possessions and like value to your house. And so it's almost like you, when you appreciate your house as a, as a dwelling, then you don't want to junk it up or you don't right. want to yes. clutter it up. Like there's actually value in every, if, if you get rid of the stuff that does not spark joy, there's value to everything you own. Exactly. Exactly. Which makes you appreciate it more. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. everything that you've chosen to be in your house, you've chosen it. And it is an yes. intentional decision. Just like, yes. you know, and I mean, that's mindful living. That's like everything that you do should be an intentional decision. And that's not yeah. how I live my life, but it's how I would like to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. so, um, but I, but I like, I don't know. I just, there, there seems some, it feels like you could do that. You could go through that process and then it would help you kind of get to the point like if you're organizing your physical space so that you are constantly surrounded and reminded by the mm-hmm. things that are most important to you in your physical everyday life, like that has to have a certain amount of like reflection on the way that you start to carry yourself, I would think. So I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I think that makes sense. I was very... I am very into that. I'm very into that. And we can talk here in a minute about like things that we might take away from this. Um, mm-hmm. But I did, there were a few ideas that I, that I did get from the home edit. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I know that we've kind of been like, these people just talk about celebrities, but they do have some good thoughts. And so I wanted okay. to talk a little bit about um, some of the takeaways that I did take that I was like, this could be useful. Um, Mm -hmm. they talked about making sure that you're organizing your space around your routines. So instead of like, you know, usually you come into a space and you're like, I'm going to create this space to try to maximize the amount of whatever in here. Um, and then I will 
make my routines fit the space. But Mm -hmm. actually what would be more helpful would be like, okay, well, what do you, you know, what do you do when you come in? Where do you put your bags? Where do you put your keys? What do you, you know? Oh, yeah. And like build your space around like what you, what you tend to do. So I liked that. Um, They talked about getting matching hangers, which I don't think I could ever do, but I do think it would look really good. (laughs) Yes, I agree. I think it would look better, but I can't imagine replacing all of my hangers. Like, that's just crazy. I know. I know. Um, They also talked a lot about storing stuff where you could see it, which I think is like one of the major, another one of the major differences between like uh, the KonMari method because a lot of that is it's organizing stuff, but you're still like putting everything away so that you have like a clear yes. space. Um, yeah. And I mean, and they say to put things away too, but the way when you have it, you're not just putting things in boxes. Like you're putting things yeah. in clear totes where you're putting things um, so that you can truly see everything that you have, um, mm-hmm. which I do think that there's some usefulness to that. And to a, to a degree, that happens in the KonMari method because like you're with your clothes, you fold things and set them upright so that you can like open up your drawer and see everything. Um, so that, I mean, I think that probably it's, it's sort of the same, but, um, Mm. which is super nice because I'm definitely fall victim to, you have your pile of t-shirts, you do your laundry. So you end up wearing, you have a stack of 15 t-shirts, but you wear the same five because they're the ones on top. top. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and like, I, I've ran into some socks that I forgot that I had, uh, <laughs> whenever I was looking for something the other day and I was like, oh, I love these socks. Why didn't I ever wear these socks? Yeah. You know, because my sock drawer is a mess and I need to clean it out. Um, mm-hmm. but another thing that I really liked is, you know, the organizing by color is pretty, but yeah. one of the things that it's really helpful for is for kids. And I hadn't thought about that. But like, especially books, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I tend to go in and I try to either organize them in their rooms by, you know, I love to organize books by size, which which is dumb. Mm -hmm. I should just stop. I'm the same way, though. I should stop doing that. Um, But (laughs) I organize (laughs) their books by size and they never stay. I mean, I'm lucky if the kids put their books back, much less, <laughs> you know, by size. But right. if I organize them by color, they would be much more inclined to put it back because it'd be like, oh, it's a red book. It goes in the red area. Like, yes, exactly. That's so color. freaking genius. <laughs> yeah, and especially for little kids because that's what they're really learning and focused on right. is colors. Exactly. So I do think when I, um, you know, or reorganize their bookshelves for the hundredth time because they take all the books out and never put them back. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to organize by color and see if that... See what happens? Yeah, see if that helps them um, maintain a little bit of organization. Um, mm-hmm. And like anything for the kids, though, probably ought to be organized by color for now just because it would make it a lot easier for me to be like, okay, put this back where it goes. And instead of yep. them being like, where does it go? It's like, oh, it goes with the red stuff, you know? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, I do think I'm going to try to use some of those tricks. Um, and I think I also, like, whenever I read the book, The Magic of Tidying Up or whatever it was, um, mm-hmm back god what was that seven years ago six years ago it was a while it was a long time ago because it was one of the first books we read in our book club right right so, so i mean that was a very long time ago it was a very long time ago so i don't think i was ready 
for it yet. Yeah. And I think I'm ready. Like I was thinking about, you know, my hardest thing is the papers. Like I have mm-hmm. notebooks that of like, you know, journals that I kept when I, w- that I wrote when I was in the second grade. Like oh, this wow. is not stuff that I probably need to keep for the most part. I mean, some of it I probably could, but like I have, a, I definitely have stuff that I could let go. Um, yeah. And so it was, it was kind of a nice thought of, I should just, I should just do this. I should just go through all my stuff and get rid of all the stuff that does not spark joy for me anymore. And, mm-hmm. you know, have everything in my life intentionally be there, you know? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I may be, I may be making some changes in my life wow. sometime soon. We'll see. Uh, but it definitely was, it was definitely inspiring. So what about I'm going, uh, you? Because you're about to move. Like yes, what sort of um, I things things were you inspired by, if anything? <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, if anything, I think um, I will also read the book um, because I didn't actually read it back when we had book club because I have a bad history of not reading That's books right. in the book club. <laughs> so I can, I need to read it for the first time. Um, I bought it. And, uh, but I don't think I even read the first page for some weird reason. So, yep. Ah, Um, so I also want to read the book. I think, um, I'm very interested in it because, um, like when I first moved out and even when, you know, me and James first got together, um, I didn't really have much of any kind of organization or anything like that. And then he has always been more minimal right he's kind of rubbed off on me and now i get like great pleasure from decluttering like one of the the best feelings was when we moved from knoxville to illinois and when um when we went to pack up our stuff we like everything we intentionally thought about it and was like do we need this do we not do we do it you know right right and got rid of like half the stuff in our house yeah um and it was just so freeing and then when you realize like we didn't need any of it. We have not missed any of it. Right. And it was just clutter. Um, and so I'm definitely a lot more minimal. I would not call myself a minimalist, but I am definitely more minimal. Right. Um, and so uh, I think this is another chance to purge. So as we are, and we've both said, like, once we get all of our stuff in the house, we're not going to try to just rush to get it unpacked and, you know, get stuff in place. We're going to actually take our time, go through each box and each thing will be, do we, does it spark joy or not? Where does right, it go? Right. Where's, it, where's the right place for it? You know, things like that. So, um, I'm definitely going to do that. And then I am going to look into more containers and I don't know exactly, what or where or how what that looks like but like and maybe specifically closet space or something like that Mm -hmm. um the people that we bought the house from in their master closet they had all of their shoes in like these little shoe boxes that have a little clear window on the end so you could still see the shoe oh neat and yeah it just looked so nice um and so like that's maybe an option or like you, I have a bunch of paper stuff. Like mm-hmm. I have a whole chest and I know you do too, but I have a whole chest of just like memorabilia paper things right? Um, that I really need to work through. But also photos. Yes. I have a ton of photos that are just in a tote and never looked at. Right. And they're like from high school and stuff and all my friends. And it's just like, I really want to, um, 
get those displayed somehow, put them in some books, maybe frame some stuff, you know, right. that kind of thing. Right. So, yeah, I think those are probably some pretty big things. Um, I can't say I, you know, I guess the container thing could go across either method. But other than that, I, although I like your point about uh, build your space around your routine. Yeah. And so that's going to be hard for you to do when you first bit. when you first go to your new home. Well, that's true. You won't even know what your routines are. But I guess no. just be open to continue to change, and um, which I know yeah. you are because you change your. You you guys are very good about changing your space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> changing literally everything. Just, Picking up and just moving. Well, also that. But I was thinking about how many times you guys rearrange the living room in the like. Oh yeah. <laughs> However it's freaking long. you out. Every single time I saw the living room, it looked different. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Madness over here, Devin. Madness. Oh, my gosh. That's so... Mm. I would, if, if I live with you, I would have to, like... You would have to send me pictures every single day. Like, hey, I try, <laughs> I try to rearrange the living room today. This is what it looks like today. <laughs> Just so you're prepared when so you come home. Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, pro- I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. But, like, literally every single time Thomas... Um, moves anything or rearrange because he's he is out of us he's the more minimal and he also is like the organizer so he likes to mm-hmm. organize things in a way that um you know to try to make things more efficient or whatever and so whenever he goes on a kick and he's starting to rearrange and move things around um he knows now like he did it one time like shortly after we got married or maybe before we mm-hmm. got married and i came home and i was just like what did you what happened what and I, like freaked out because he had moved everything uh yeah. and so i was just like look you have to like you need to send me pictures like i need to know i need to be prepared That's before so I come weird home. and so like now whenever he does anything like that he'll send, he'll send me a picture oh my gosh like, just That's so you so know funny. i changed out these drawers yeah <laughs> yeah i may have a problem with change <laughs> no kidding on Just a whole like, new level it's uh, i am next level um madness that is me for sure yes yes but well good i hope that it was a helpful uh assignment for you at least to look through that before you um moved <laughs> I know that yeah was and it was it was a lot of fun yeah, yeah. i think um yeah, it was fun, and I think it's something definitely good to be thinking about uh, at this time, you know, right, going right. into this move, so. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, well, I'm glad that, that we did it, because like I said, I d- did not expect to be as into it as I was, um, but there you go. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I got very, I got very into it, I... I am. All yeah, I didn't either. I, yeah, I didn't expect you to get that into it either. <laughs> but here we are. Yep. It's either that or I just have a penchant for reality shows that I'm not willing to admit. It's one of those. <laughs> it's one of those. Yep. Could be either. Could but be these aren't the same. Yeah. But these aren't quite the same feel as a normal. Like reality show is so much drama. Right. And these don't have that, you know. Right. That's true. Even though... Yeah. Um, there were there was at least one episode of uh, tidying up that made me cry. Oh, yeah, the one with the husband or whatever. Yeah, the one where the the, like, the lady uh, her husband passed away. Yeah, and, well, yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I saw the description. Yeah, because I was looking through the episodes. Oh man, that was yeah. that was rough. I was just like, oh Aww. my gosh. 
And that was like, and I guess that's what, it was like such real, that's the thing. It's like, and okay, sorry. I thought I was done and we were going to wrap up, but I'm sorry. I have more to say. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, that's another thing that I love is the fact that there's like all these different people in tidying up, like, you know, different types of couples. So you have a lesbian couple, you have a gay couple, you've got uh, older couple retiring, you have young couple just moving together, you have couples that are that have kids, you have couples that are expecting kids, you have people who are downsizing, you have people who are getting over a loss. So you've got like all of these major things that most people have to go through at some point in their life um, yeah. represented. And so even if you even if their situation doesn't look exactly like yours, there's probably something you can take away from it or you could find at least one of these episodes that you probably could relate to to some degree. Um, yeah. So anyway, so that's my final. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was going to stop talking now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yes. I'm glad you made me watch it. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Uh. So just a quick housekeeping note. So we are, since I am moving, we are taking off next week. So we do have an episode. It just, who knows what we talked about in this, the the episode, (laughs) because we recorded it months ago um, in preparation. So, um, you know, if we reference like, yeah, for like, oh, happy Easter, you know, then you'll know why it's weird. (laughs) Yeah, I have no memory of when we actually recorded it. I know it's about alcohol. But yeah. I have no memory now of like what time of we, year it was or what was going on. <laughs> yeah, I have the note. We recorded it on August 6th. Oh, okay. So That's not so Yeah, bad. it wasn't that long ago, right. but still. Yeah. Um, well, see, it's Just perfect good. because that was probably right before Delta got really bad and everything closed up again. Yeah. So I'm probably like, yeah. hey, things are opening up. And see, so you never would have known if we hadn't said anything. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway but anyway yeah all righty well good luck with your move and when we chat again then we'll be looking forward to some updates from you yes yes i will be hopefully i will be sharing about all the great stuff with our new house yes exactly we shall see you know, I just thought that's probably a really good thing that you mentioned that housekeeping bit because mm-hmm. it's likely that you're talking about Chicago. <laughs> ah, you're right. Because at that point, I didn't even know you didn't about even this. know you were moving. <laughs> no. So. Oh, that's going to be hilarious. Yep. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, if you have any ideas of episode uh, topics or things you'd like us to cover or questions that you might have or general feedback, you can go to facebook.com slash weeklybuddytime or email us at weeklybuddytime at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Yes. Yes, please do. Yes. Let us know how your goals are doing. (laughs) Yeah. It's getting close. It's close. Getting close. Yep. Yep. Well, I love you, Stacy. I love you too. And I will uh, talk to you soon. Okie dokie. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Turn that off. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho